Welcome to the Tooth or Dare podcast with Irene and Katrina. The only dental podcast to bring you a Canadian RDH and an American RDH. These ladies bring you mic-dropping interviews with your favorite social media peeps and epic people doing amazing things in dentistry. Now let's put our overgloves together for Tooth Life Irene and Katrina the Wine Genist. Welcome back to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast, peeps. I'm Irene, and I got my trusty sidekick, front kick, back kick, friend, Katrina, kick, the kick, dental hygienist. Step clap. Yeah. That's what it is. Ooh, yes. What's up, girlfriend? Hey, oh girl. Hey. I'm, I'm so good. How are you? I'm living my best life. That was so not enthusiastic. First of all, for the viewers at home who are not able to see what's happening. I love how you she, call them viewers, but they're listening. They're not, they're not even viewing. <laughs> you always do that. Always. At home. I feel like at I'm on At the end of this year, I need to do a list of the things that Katrina the says. Dumb things that uh, come out of my mouth. Viewers is one of them. Unpack is also Unpack, one of I those do. Words. Over the balcony, I say a lot, apparently. Um, yes. But she, uh, Irene is palpating her top bun with a uh, Ticaronga, Ticonderoga pencil. It's an HB2. Is that what that is? No, Ticonderogas I'm, are better pencils. Get I'm your only pencil doing, game. Okay. <laughs> My pencil game sucks. I'm only doing that because you're doing that with your pen. You were talking about your furs. And your furs are all over the place because you've been wearing them and you've been hiding see, your furs I feel in like, scrub okay. cap. The hygienicals right now, like, we're all experiencing this. Like, first of all, yes, like, our faces are, like, breaking out because of, like, you know, the mask situation. And then, like, my hair is so gross from, like, wearing scrub caps slash, like, bouffants. Isn't isn't that funny that you feel like your hair is gross from wearing it, but it's actually supposed to be making your hair not feel gross? No, totally. And and I agree with that. My whole thing is this. Um, It, like... I'm I'm a, a warm person by nature, so like being in the operatory and having to wear like all of the extra layers that we're wearing, um, and like we can't have fans going because you know that like blows right. around the aerosols or whatever. It's like so warm in there that it's like it's Bikram dentistry is what it is. Like I'm literally, <laughs> I felt a bead of sweat like go in between my boobs the other day, and I'm like, what's oh, hotter? No. Is Bikram hotter than Moksha, or is Moksha is Moksha Bikram? That I that I don't know. There are different layers. I would need to of... do a phone a friend on that one. That yeah. I would not know the answer to. But that it's like it's like a sauna. It's literally a hundred degrees. Oh gosh. And I I like hot I yoga. You. I just don't like sweating while I'm like supposed to be like a respected clinician treating a patient. You know what I mean? Like there's right. just something like icky about that. So um, there's there's nothing glamorous happening right now, although um, I'm wearing joggers. I don't know. Like, shout out to all the hygienicals out there wearing joggers. They're, like, so cute. I'm obsessed with them. Wait, what are joggers? Joggers are, like, where they're, like, tapered down at the bottom. You know what I mean? So they're not, like, the bell bottoms. You know how, oh, like, you know. okay. So jogger <laughs> pantaloons. Um, and I'm doing this new thing. I'm trying it out. Like, it's not on board yet, but, like, it will be where I wear mismatched socks, where I wear two different colored socks. Nobody's on board oh. with it yet, but you just wait. Like, next year, everybody's going to be doing it. So I'm feeling pretty good I feel good like you myself. should do that and have one with, like, do you have socks with your dog's faces on them yet? No, I should, though. Yeah, you totally should just have, like, a, a montage of your dog's faces on your socks. That would be so great. I would love that. That's that's what I'm going to do next. After I get... If anyone if anyone's listening to this and you have a hookup with customized socks... Socks. Give, give, send us give a this DM. ginger... Yeah, slide into this ginger's DMs. I'd like to know about that. Um, yeah. I believe that a congratulations is in order for you. Yes. This is so I've exciting. Sitting, I've been sitting on this info for, like... Not two, almost two weeks now. I applied to the restorative dental hygiene program. Okay, so I've always wanted to go to restorative. The last practice that I worked in had like a squad of restorative hygienists, and I just thought they were all such bad. A squad? Like, do they do they have like capes and shit? And they're like, huh. I feel like they should have. They didn't, yeah. but they feel like they should have. And I was cool. one of two non-restorative hygienists, so I felt like a second-class citizen. Wah. Like they yeah. were like talking like about their veneers and like, oh, yeah. I'm inserting a full case of veneers. I'm like, I'll just be over here like profing my life. Yeah, away. that's cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm like staying yeah, I'm on the Lingo so 27 today. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, so I I wanted to apply, and I wish I would have known how delayed my office would have been because I would have applied like a long time ago, and I would have yeah. been done by now. But yeah. I thought, had had we know, known that COVID was going to happen, I suppose. Yeah, yeah many. And of us I knew that there was choices. like a long wait list. Right. I would my life choices would have been so much different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I applied and I found out a couple of Mondays ago that I got in and then I sat on the info for a bit because I went through my like, you know, classic Irene questioning herself and like, what am I doing? Can I Is do this, this the path? Yeah. Yeah. yeah now, like I'm I opening figure. up a practice. It'll be four months after I open. Like, will I be able to do it? Will I not be able to do it? Like, it's expensive and, you know, all of the, the mm-hmm, insecurities. Mm-hmm. But then the I natural. thought, yeah. like isn't this the best time to do it because my practice won't be as crazy busy I won't have to worry about transitioning patients to see another hygienist like Mm -hmm. I could just have Mm -hmm. another hygienist start earlier and already get his or her own patients kind of going so so I start in January and I'll be done by Mm -hmm. April um, that's so. For, hold on a second, because I want to take this back. This is this is a Canadian thing. So, do you in need United, to unpack this? Let's un, let's unpack that. I want to do an over the balcony <laughs> view, if you will. Um, on no, because like in, so, in the United States, every state is different. So we have like yeah. EFTA, expanded function dental assistants. Right. And then in most states, if an assistant can do something, the hygienist can do it as well, as long as, of course, they're trained on it. Um, right. So I was in the first cohort at the University of Minnesota that did the expanded functions there. So that was, we couldn't cut any preps, but we could place composites, amalgams, um, glass ionomer, uh, and stainless steel crowns. So can you expand? Wait, so you could place stainless steel crowns? Yes. Huh. Yes. Interesting. So what what exactly like what precisely will this program like at the completion of this course Irene will right. be able should to I, should I tell you the learning objectives of the course I mean can you just give me an over the balcony uh, <laughs> like what what do you what do you do that's like different you you mentioned like so are you loading are you going to be loading veneers for people yeah so basically you can do everything except prep okay so doc would come in doc would prep. Um, and then restorative hygienists would pop in and then seat restorations, final restorations, crown bridges, everything and anything. And then Doc at the end comes back and just double checks or does a double take and double look. And, and yeah. then we adjust occlusion. We do basically everything except prep the tooth. And when you adjust occlusion, awesome. you adjust occlusion on the restoration. On like the you restoration can't structure, okay. No, on the restoration. So yeah. that's like kind of amazing. Pretty simple. So you're going to run a yeah. situation then where like basically you'll go in anesthetize the patient, then you leave. I don't anesthetize. I can't. I can't. Which is the craziest thing ever that in my province of Ontario, I can a own my own practice, b become a restorative hygienist and do all restorative procedures, but I can't give someone local. You can't give local. No. And a lot of our provinces, you can't give local. That's crazy. But a lot of states don't allow hygienists uh, to give local I think either. like three to five, maybe. Maybe three. Like there's, it's, it's, there are not many nowadays. Right. It's no, crazy. It's absolutely days. crazy. So they've been talking about it for years. Yeah. A, talking about local anesthetic for years. B, talking about being able to treat your spouse for years. And both of those things have kind of like been passed along and people fight for a little while and then they give up on it and then they fight again and... I don't know. I don't know what the status is, but they every year they're like next year perhaps next next year, year perhaps, perhaps you and- could clean your husband's teeth. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah. That which is a whole other layer. Well, at any rate, congratulations and Thanks. thank you also for Thanks. bringing up. Like I think a lot of us. Um, do you get that like imposter syndrome or like that fear of like, is this the right time? Should I be doing this? And there yeah. are a lot of transitions for a lot of us happening right now. The most recent research study I saw um, this morning said that about 20% of uh, the hygiene workforce has either gone into an early retirement or has left hygiene because of COVID. So really? um, there are a lot of people that are in transition right now. A lot of hygienists that I think are going to be taking the brunt of, you know, all of this kind of backlogged, um, you know, hygiene care and things like that. So I love that you bring that up. I think that's, um, you know, a, a great thing for people to know. Like we all second guess, you know, when things like this come along and it's it's scary. And, um, yeah. you know, is there ever a right time? I don't know. But um, this is like, for, like a phoenix rises from the ashes. Like this is your chance to take something so like 
horrific for our our you know country our continent yeah. the globe and and really you know imagine something different for yourself you know in in five yeah. ten months a year you yeah know? I think it'll be really cool and the doc that I have working at the practice is awesome he's the prosthodontist so he's all about teaching and education he was the dean of a dental school in Chennai India that's amazing and yeah at 33 years old like bro is brilliant okay like yeah so brilliant yeah and he's all about you know working together collaboratively and treating patients together collaboratively and you know he sends me like tags me in instagram posts and he's like we should try this technique we should try this technique i'm like i totally want to try this yeah Yeah. it's great it's really good that i have found someone that um is excited about you know the change in my scope of practice and growth and yeah I hope that I'll be able to help out you know some of the demographic of where my practice is that you know need a lot of dental work done so I don't know I'm excited it's cool um and I'll graduate in April and I'm kind of thinking of doing a I don't know if a YouTube channel is a thing like I have a YouTube channel but I don't really post a whole lot but it'd be cool to do like a day in the life of a restorative dental hygiene student yes and like I'm old like I don't know if people realize like I'm 35 so for me to go back to school and like some of the people that are like I got in too and they're like 22 23 oh, years yeah, old that's I'm cute like, and you're like oh it's gonna be cute but like, like you're gonna, gonna be you, adorable I'm gonna put you in my YouTube channel no you're gonna you're gonna be cute like you are you gonna go to like Target and get like highlighters and stuff and you know, yeah I'm so excited for back to school shopping I'm actually great. gonna yeah. go in September and then yeah. just keep it all until January of course you will yeah back to school you, shopping used to be my favorite thing as that, a child. my favorite my dad thing used too to, my dad used to take me and I would like mm-hmm. throw things in the cart and yes. it was great so oh. yeah, so that's 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 what's happening in my world. I'm having so a good. really hard time finding a dental receptionist. Yeah, you know, um, there are a lot of uh, entities right now that are saying that um, dentistry is like, um, it's, it is a bit incestuous, we know that, um, you know, looking outside of dentistry. So like if you went to Dutch Brothers and you had like an amazing experience, like asking that individual, like, hey, would you be interested? Or going to restaurants, right. like people that work in the restaurant industry, like they work they nights and weekends, service. but they, ha- right. So like to offer them an opportunity, like, hey, come work in my office and you don't have to work nights and weekends, um, you right. know, and you get an a nice you know salary and all that jazz like the only concern I have with that is like I'm a startup practice so I'm putting in systems in place and I don't have a whole lot of reception experience so I'm leaning on whoever fills this role to kind of be teaching me at the same time Mm -hmm. so I have a receptionist her name is Julie she's amazing I wish I could clone her Mm -hmm. she's only working for me two days a week because she's got two young babies and no child Mm -hmm. care I mean it's it's rough Mm -hmm. um but yeah, there's just one person working the front desk. And if I'm treating patient in the back, like I can't be answering the phone and billing is really hard and insurance yeah. company stuff is really hard pre-D's. So as much as I'd love to be like to the barista at Starbucks that I love, hey, come and work for me. I need that experience. But what's happening here, and I'm not the only one that's saying this, is we're, our government is still giving people 2000 bucks a month hmm. to not work to be home and that ends I think at the end of August Hmm. so for like an average person that's making 20 bucks an hour working part-time like they're probably making more money Mm -hmm. on this CERB program at home sure than they are going to a work in a dental office Um, and it's funny because some of the interviews that I've had recently were like yeah I'd love to work for you but like can we do it in September because like I just want to enjoy my summer I want to enjoy yeah. my summer too. We all do. We all do. Don't we all just Jan. want to enjoy our summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the situation that I'm finding now. It's like, I can work for you at the end of August, like when the government subsidy mm-hmm. cuts out. Um, and and it's not even like some of the people I've spoken to, it's like not even a fear thing. It's not like I don't feel safe to go back to work. It's I just want to take advantage of the free cash. Makes sense. I mean... It hurts my heart. Of course it hurts your it really heart. Really I hurts get my that. Heart. But like, so I, anyone I would, listening that's living in the Toronto area that's yeah. interested in working three days a week, slide into the at Tooth Life Studio DM. Mm-hmm. Do that. Slide slide into yeah. those DMs. Get in there. Yeah. So, so what else have you been up to with your life these days? You've been working. You've been yeah. on webinars, conducting webinars. Working. Meanwhile, I've webinar, am learning. webinars. You're learning. Yeah. So, and I we just had um, over the weekend... 
I just ran in the um, Capital City Virtual 5K. Um, so this is a 5K that my family and I, you know, embarked uh, to be a part of after mom's passing. Um, as many people know, my mom um, was an organ and tissue donor. And um, for anybody who is out there listening, um, who has a family member who was an organ and, um, or tissue donor or recipient, you know that this is a really beautiful community of givers, of people yeah. that just, I, I mean, the stories are just so beautiful and um you know it it certainly uh reminded me that like if your personal and religious beliefs align with it um what we have are recyclable parts like we you can't take them with you um and so if you can um you know uh please uh consider registering in your state or your province for um organ donation and make sure that you let your family members know do you know what organs your mom donated so she donated everything um, with the exception of her heart because she was um, 65 right. when she passed. And so at, if you're over the age of 60, you cannot – they just won't take your heart muscle. Um, so she donated everything, her skin, her bones, um, her wow. kidneys, her liver. And I, actually, this is kind of um, crazy. They um, used her lungs. They Instead of um, moving them into another um, recipient, they actually took her lung cells and they harvested her cells because she is um, one of the only individuals after like you know, 65 years of life who um, had never smoked and did not have any asthma. And so they harvested her organ, huh. her um, lung cells and put them uh, through like uh, testing tubes at the University of Wisconsin-Madison to test for uh, her tissue response on asthma products. Well, then huh. COVID-19 happens. So my family received a letter from the director of the you know research lab uh, for respiratory diseases. And they said that actually they have utilized her cells to start testing, um, you know, medicaments, pharmaceuticals uh, against COVID-19. So wow. um, it's kind of amazing. Like her lung cells yeah. are literally a part of these studies and, and we'll start to see them out. And that's that's like literally my mom. Like they they've, you know, isolated those. So um, she, we're, we're very proud of her and it's uh, it's been a blessing. So at any rate, we had the the 5k over the weekend and normally we would all go back to Wisconsin for it but of course we couldn't this year so we did it virtually um and my brother ran his personal best during the race wow 19 minutes and three seconds a 5k that's like that's like 3.1 miles that's insane wow so he ran it and he also that was the the um he ran for the gold like he won the race like wow. across like everybody who ran. I rode a bike alongside my brother because my brother's so <laughs> fast. I'm like, so got a little bike. I rode like, a ding, bike. Ding. Oh my gosh. He was like, and Did I was you have a basket on your bike? I, you know, so here in Phoenix, we ha- I do have a basket, but here in Phoenix, mm-hmm. we have those like bikes that you can rent. Um, yeah, yeah, we have those here too. Yeah, so that's what I did because it was just a lot easier than loading my bike into my car and taking it down to the lake where we rode around. But so we did that, right. and uh, and it was cool. a lot of fun. We our family also was in the top, um, you know, teams for fundraising, which we were really um, excited about. And um, so it was just it was a really nice way to to spend a weekend and um, you know honor mom. And uh, so that was just oh, mama. Mama, oh, yeah. mama, my mom. mom. We're proud well, of I'm her. proud of you, girlfriend. I'm proud of you too. Proud Thank of your you. fam. Thank you. Yeah. They're great. My my dad is like such a such a bright light um, with all of the um, you know he goes to all of the organ and tissue you know family um, honoring events. Um, he's met the governor. Like they've had like Whoa. dinners and things like that. My dad goes to all of them, and he's just don't you know? Oh yeah, dad, oh, don't okay. you know? oh yeah, don't you okay. know? Dad. He goes down the road and he, he went right away. Okie dokie. <laughs> So, yeah, he's, he's oh. just amazing. I love him. So Nice. Bless his nice. heart. Well, mm-hmm. do you – how do we segue this into our episode? Um, I don't even know what do, episode we're talking about. Do you even about. know what episode we're – I love that I do this to you. I feel like <laughs> no this is idea. like – this is the only surprise that I could ever really surprise <laughs> you with. Um, ironically – is it ironic? I don't know if I'm, it's a good choice or a good use of the word, but you weren't even in this episode. Oh, oh Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, huh. Look at that. Look at well, that. Well, just so look, this ep- look at the air, and Bob. The, and the interesting thing when you listen to this episode, you know how I always have an issue reminding myself of where we are, Chicago midwinter or oh, greater New York? Yeah. 
I did this like in the episode a couple of times and the person that we were interviewing, so it was Amber Auger and Hadir, who is on Instagram, she goes by the fit little hygienist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, you know so her good. if she's here. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, she's like so tiny. She's actually, and, yeah. she's tiny. Yeah. She's super fit. She, she lives in New Jersey oh. and we were at greater New York. Oh and yeah. I said you got it right. About yeah, and I said something during the interview. I'm like, "Oh, you're from you're from New Jersey, and we're here in Chicago." And she's like, "Actually, no, we're we're in, you like in did New not York. know like, where you were that entire time." So that was like so it was crazy. A busy. That was when because I was supposed to make it for that interview, and my flight yes. got delayed, and then I couldn't get a cab to get into yes. Manhattan, and it was like yes. a nightmare. So yeah. Whitney was supposed to record with me, and then she couldn't, and then you were supposed to record with me, and then you were delayed. So Amber Auger was at the RDH booth, and she's like, "I'll do it with you." So Amber so co-hosted good. this episode with me, and we interviewed Hadir. I love and it was Amber. really That's really amazing. fun. Yes, really fun. And we ha- it wasn't at that time we didn't have our sponsor- sponsorship with Densify Serona, but they're graciously sponsoring this mm. episode. So shouts to our peeps at Densify Serona. Shout out. I'm sad that I might not be able to come to the Densify Serona. I don't even want to hear that. You're train, getting the on a plane. I, don't even, I literally don't want to hear that. That irritates It's me. not about the getting on the plane. Like the getting on the plane part is fine. It's the when I come home, I have to isolate and quarantine for two weeks. Like I can't leave my apartment for two weeks. It's like the law. So it's in August and uh, around the same time that my office will be, it'll be open. It'll be fully functioning. So how do I like go to this thing and then come home? You're such a rule follower, Irene. Well, like, what are you going to do? Like, go to Starbucks and are going to be like, let me see your passport. You know what I mean? No, but people on Instagram will know. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) People on social media will know. know. And I'll know. Where's the responsibility in my heart? I know. I don't know. I know. So hopefully before now, on August 21st, they change the uh, the travel advisories so that I can come to the Dents by Serona. They have a brand new facility in Charlotte. It's it's gorgeous. Which is supposed to be beautiful. Have you seen it yet? Yeah, I, I was there actually last year, kind of around this time. And it is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, like seriously amazing because I have all of these cool pieces new pieces of equipment in my office that I, I have had training a little bit of training on my pieces of equipment but we we're supposed to do a lot more so I don't know I've just been like living vicariously through their Dense Place Rona Academy and yeah. like going through all of the CE courses so and one good. that actually I wanted to talk to you about um, I watched this last week and it's called Maintaining Dental Implants What You Don't See That Is Important and it's presented by tim donnelly i love who, dr donnelly he's amazing yeah, dr donnelly is oh, awesome yeah he okay funny story about tim donnelly dr donnelly so i lectured at the canadian dental hygiene association lecture in or i did a lecture on the like, the day before the conference and it was me in one room and tim donnelly in the other room oh no and, <laughs> <laughs> how many people were in your room <laughs> He had like 120 people and I think I had like 30. They're and like, I was like, where is everyone? Like, what? what is happening? Why is my registration? Mind you, it was also in St. John's, Newfoundland in like mm. October. So it was mm. freezing. Mm. So hard to get to. And I'm, those are my excuses that I make for having little oh, in my room. But Tim Darling was in the other room and I, and I didn't know. Like, I had no idea. So I, you know, delivered in the Katrina words, I delivered my program. Delivered your program. And then, I came out and I went to the organizers and I'm like, why was the the like numbers so low in my room? And they're like, oh, it's probably because of the speaker in the other room. I'm like, who was it? Oprah? And she was, she made a joke. She's like, it's like the male version of dental Oprah, Tim Donnelly. I'm like, oh, great. But anyways, I really like this webinar. I'll link it in the description below. It's about maintaining dental implants. And it gives some really interesting tips and tricks on identifying the dif- difference between periodontal and peri-implantitis. Um, Mm -hmm. whether it's periodontal disease or related strictly to the implant. Um, And then he talks about like different, different methods of um, debridement on titanium and what the effects of using scalars on titanium is and what types of debridement you should use in biofilm management. So I'll link that below. This isn't a new webinar, uh, but it was re-released in May of 2020. So I'll, I'll link that. And it's really short. It's like a 1C e credit course and 
free enrollment. That's awesome. That was awesome. So thanks a lot to our peeps at Dance by Serena, and thanks for Tim Dollary for being so awesome and yeah. taking away all thanks of my registration during that. Yeah, during thanks. that course. Thanks for <laughs> thanks. that. Thanks so much. I got I got a course review saying I think I was in the wrong room. Oh I, no! I reg- <laughs> yeah, one of my course reviews was I think I was in the wrong room, but I didn't want to leave and be rude. <laughs> so I was like, oh well. Thank you. If, if I would have been in Tim's room too. Yeah. I'm gonna call him Tim because I Tim. feel like we're friends now. You well, you are for sure. For sure. Tim, yeah, Tim. for sure. I okay, so enjoy this episode, uh, peeps, with our friend uh, Hadir, Fit Little Hygienist, and Amber Auger, RDH. We'll catch you on the flip side. Hello, Insta and podcast peeps. I have two very special guests today. So I am at Greater New York Dental Meeting. We're recording live at the RDH Mag booth on the show floor, and I've got uh, two pretty interesting people that I'm very fortunate to be able to interview. I have my friend, my love, Amber Auger. You know her as Amber RDH, and also a pioneer of our podcast. You were one of the first people that you were on the podcast. It's like it was alphabetical order. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Like This is like full circle, because that was almost a year ago. I know. It was crazy. It was at Chicago Midwinter. Chicago Mm Midwinter. Yeah. So Whitney couldn't be here with us today, so we're um, recording on the floor, and Amber just generously happened to be here, and she was like, I'll step in. I can do it for you. Happy to help. So thank you for volunteering. I think maybe I like kind of voluntold you. It was great. I I don't mind being voluntold. And our guest today is... Hadir Scalero. Did I say that right? Yes. Yay! <laughs> and you might know her on Instagram as, how do I say it? Little Fit Hygienist. Fit Little Hygienist. Fit Little Hygienist. <laughs> um, who is killing it on Instagram, just slowly rolling into 17. She's at 16.5K. And I have been following you for a little while. So I've assembled a series of questions for you because I want to channel my inner Fit Little Hygienist because I am not fit. Nor am I little, <laughs> but I am a hygienist. Amber just kind of like glared at me. True. We're using our words, Amber. It's a podcast. I know. You got to speak I, I know. words. Okay. <laughs> it's so, not true. Yeah. So welcome. Thank welcome. You. Welcome. Thank you. I'm excited. How, how are you? How are you enjoying Chicago? Is this is your first time here. I know. I know. She. She. Her wedding we photos are epic. Got married okay. not too far from here. Okay. Wait, because we're gonna go through Amber's creeping her Instagram right now. And you gave me an assignment, through. and I take my assignments very seriously. I need to get an A. I need to know everything Can we just about, talk about your shoulder right now. Okay, I know. I know. I know. I know. We'll, we'll get. We're, Amber's looking at her wedding pictures, and she's wearing this stunning dress, and she's like chiseled deltoid. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Greater New York. Is this your first time here? Yes, this is my first time. Your first here. time at this yep. meeting. And you brought a friend with you who's listening in. She's got a secret headset I off did the side. Bring my friend. <laughs> um, have you been here before, friend? No, she's never no, been she here before. No. Cool. So are you enjoying it? Is this your first day here? Yes, this is. And so how long? T- tell me about you on the hygiene side of things. So um, where did you go to school? What What inspired you to become a dental hygienist? So I went to school at Rockers. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a dental hygiene program, but they actually closed it. And my very first job was as a dental assistant. And my friend at the time, she was working and she was just like, do you want to come work at my office? And I was like, yeah, sure. I walked in like completely blinded and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> um, and pretty much I tried sterilizing the entire time I watched a hygienist. I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to be a hygienist. Her job looks so awesome. Mm-hmm. I pretty much fell in love watching it. the hygienist as I was an assistant. So when was that? When when did you start assisting? And um, I was a senior in high school, so about ten years ago. Oh gosh, okay. Yeah. And then you went to dental hygiene school, and then you became a dental hygienist. Yes. And you've been practicing for how long now? Two years. Two years. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Tell Very us about cool. your practice. Yeah. So I actually work for a really large company, uh, Dental Care Alliance. They actually have a booth here, um, and I have over like three hundred offices. But it's pretty awesome working for a large corporation like that because you have so much access. You know, if I want to buy instruments, go ahead, buy them. If, you know. Oh, that's a dream. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what kind of budget you get? Yeah. So I was just telling her, I was like, I don't really start, like sharpen my instruments too much. I just buy new ones. No <laughs> way. Yeah. Stop it. Don't say that. <laughs> what? Yeah. Don't say that. Yeah. Very minimal sharpening That happens. can't be a thing. Yeah. Well, we know someone who can sharpen them for you if you ever do need them to be sharpened. Oh, yeah. Summer. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend. She's a mobile. Yeah. Mobile I follow unit. her. Oh. Diamond Sharp. Yeah. Yes. 
She's cute. Yeah, she's very cute. She, I would love to have her come. So she's I, so I, I made a joke on one of her posts yesterday. Someone asked, like, how often should I get them sharpened? And I'm like, I'm just going to book her in weekly so that I can go and get a manicure and a pedicure and she can sharpen my instruments. Like, I don't care how often they need to happen. Like, I need me time, like self-care time. Yeah. So she's going to come and do it. But I still think that, like, that's an expensive thing. Imagine not buying, not sharpening and buying new instruments. No. It's totally worth it to sharpen them. But you know what? If you have the budget, you do you, girl. That's I'm like, not here to judge. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't tell anyone on the management side of your your business, no, like no, your, no. of your practice. Like, don't let your office manager listen to this episode. No, I'm just kidding. That's cool. Yeah. So you love dental hygiene. Yes. And you love fitness. So the, yep. the reason, I think, or one of the reasons why we're here today is that I have a lot of questions for you on the health and fitness side of things. And, you know, what came first, like the chicken or the egg? And you know, often, when, you know, a lot of Facebook groups that we belong to, you often see people that struggle with um, feeling tired halfway yeah. through the afternoon and not eating properly or not getting a lunch break during dental hygiene yeah. days. Like, and, hey, I'm guilty of it. You know, mm -hmm. this time of year with insurances coming up, it's like you do work through your lunch and yeah. you work 12 to 14 hour days and it can be crazy. Is this is this path something that you started before you went to hygiene or Definitely. since? I, I started off as a gymnast when I was younger and I was a gymnast. You look like a gymnast. You <laughs> totally look, see that. She looks like a gymnast. Yeah. It explains yeah. everything. We yeah. need to have a present off later to see whose hands are better. All right. We used to do that in gymnastics when we were kids. We'd have oh. present. Do you know what that is? When no, you I have no idea. You like put That's your hands why up and you like present, like but like you have to like do it a certain way with your fingers. Oh. So we would see whose fingers are the best. Not for me. Did you guys do that too? You have to be graceful. Did you do that too? And it's the head lift. There's like a little mini like head lift. I could see that. Shoulder back and head okay. Lift. okay. All right. We'll do a present off. Yeah. Okay. So sorry, you were a gymnast. So I started as a gymnast. Um, and then after that, I ran track for about six, yeah, seven she years. Looks like she runs track. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Continue. What else did you do? And then after that, I just lift weights. Okay. I've been lifting weights for probably like 10, 11 years now. So are you on the... Are you on the philosophy and you see a lot of this stuff where people are like, well, women shouldn't lift heavy because oh, we'll get bulky. Absolutely not. Are you on the bandwagon <laughs> of like myth or fact? Oh, that's such a myth. I think it's a myth too. It's such a myth. Yeah. You'd I be lift pretty heavy. I, I definitely lift heavy. And How heavy is heavy? Depends what I'm working out. But So you're doing like a leg press. Oh, a leg press. I'm probably doing on a leg press maybe almost 200. Yeah. What? <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. That's a full grown have you man. Seen, no, have you seen her legs? I have seen her legs. I have seen her legs. Yes. Yeah, in a in a in a, in a in a in a very nice way. And yes, no, I know. Um, yeah, two hundred. Okay. So, how would someone get to your level? Because it's you know we look and social media oftentimes shows everyone like the hashtag goals. Yes. You know and. And and then it becomes discouraging to people that have never lifted weights or have never leg pressed before to see it's like encouraging and discouraging all at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I could do that. And she makes it look so easy. Like you make it look so easy. And we interviewed another guy. His name is Swole DDS. I don't know if you follow him on Instagram. I do. <laughs> and he like does ridiculous things. Like he, I, I don't even know. He's like lifting a car with his human body. Um, how, how, can someone do that? Just like everything you're doing in your life, you have to start small and work your way up. So even with fitness, it's the same thing. You have to start, you know, where you can and eventually work your way up to, you know, lifting heavier, you know, working out more, whatever it may be. But you can obviously start somewhere small and work your way up. So, you know, consistency is definitely key. What is, what is like a typical week in your life look like? So Mondays I work from nine to seven on the days I work nine, I go to the gym in the morning. So I'll go, I, I work actually like five minutes away from my house. My gym is like right, right next to it too. Yeah. So it's pretty perfect. Much on my way to work, yep. I hit the gym. No excuses. Then I hit work and then I come back I could home. come up with a lot of excuses. To not go to the gym. <laughs> I do come I like... up with a lot of excuses to not go to the gym in the do morning. You? Yeah. I love morning gym, but yeah. then I find that if I morning gym, I can't get full all day. It's like I turn into like the Hulk and just need to eat everything. Yes. Do you definitely. experience that? I definitely feel See, that I don't way. go to the gym in the morning, and I still feel that way. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Exactly. Okay, so you go to the gym in the morning. Yes. Um, and then Tuesdays I work 
from eight to two. So that day I go after work. Uh, Wednesdays I work nine to seven. So that day I go in the morning. Yeah. Thursday I don't go because that's my longest day at work is from eight to seven. So I take that as my day off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fridays I don't work, but at my job, if I want, I can work Fridays. If I don't want to, I don't have to work Fridays. It's kind of like optional up to me if I'd like to work Friday. So if I'm not working Friday, I'm, I'm usually at the gym. How long is each session? At the gym? Yeah. About an hour, an hour and a half I'm at the gym. And is that, so it's funny, my husband's super fit. And when he goes to the gym and I go at the same time as him, like he's done so fast. And I feel like I haven't worked out enough. (laughs) So is that a thing that once you get to a certain point, like you just become more efficient in a shorter period of time? Uh, Not necessarily. I feel like. With my husband, when he goes to the gym, he's not really doing cardio or, right. you know, he just goes straight to lifting heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I go, I, I I like to try and do at least like 30 minutes on the treadmill or something. And then after that, I'm doing, you know, lifting after that. So find myself there a little longer. And then, of course, I'm playing on my phone between. Right. <laughs> so that takes me a little longer. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I see. And then when you're at your office, like, how do you, how does that continuation of going to the gym with feeding yourself like you amber i'm curious to hear about you too is like how do you fit all of the right meals my problem from what i've been told by my now nutritionist is that i don't eat enough and that i'm not eating the right amount of macronutrients throughout the day so i'm eating more carbs to get mm-hmm. full faster yeah. and then i'm swear does that fat go and get stored right energy gets stored if it's not used so i've been told that i don't eat enough and and i blame it on work i mean I teach at a dental hygiene school and I have like six hour clinics and, and I don't know how my students don't eat. Like my students must uh, be starving and they're stressed. Need it for the brain fuel. Right. Yeah. Yep. So I, you know, make excuses on, well, I can't, I don't have time, right? Yeah. How do you manage to do that or what kind of recommendations would you make? I definitely always start my morning with breakfast. I have to have breakfast. If big, I don't small, have medium? Big, big breakfast. Really? Yeah. So my husband usually cooks breakfast. I love him for that. Uh, Props <laughs> uh, to hubby. <laughs> yes. So usually for breakfast, we're having eggs, um, turkey bacon, like potatoes we'll make. Um, and then, you know, I'll have like a meal replacement bar. Like throughout the day or a few hours later? Like, so I'll have breakfast around 6, 7 a.m. Come 12-ish around then, I'll have a meal replacement bar. Um, I have lunch from two to three. I go home and have so you lunch. Do a late lunch. Mm. Mm. Yeah. All right. And then I'll probably have like you know, another protein bar or something again in the day, and then I'll go home and have dinner. But you're eating like every four hours, pretty much. Yep. With a protein bar. See, between. I'm terrible. It all depends on the week. Yeah. I'm like really good at meal prepping, and then I'll have a speaking engagement, and then everything that I've prepped just like sits in the back of the fridge ah. and molds. And then I get home, and I'm like, "Well, this is all my wasted all my food. beautiful Trader Joe's <laughs> salad." You know? Yeah. So it's hard when you travel. Yeah. But I like Arbon. Do you like Arbon? Arbon. Yeah. Have you heard of Arbon? It's like a vegan, um, vegan shakes that are really fantastic. It's like a pea protein, so you don't oh, have to okay. worry like a green pea protein, so you don't have to worry about the whey because the whey can actually interfere with hormones yeah mm-hmm. i've heard that so it's a great like on the go shake huh mm-hmm. arbon arbon look at that yep i can send you my login you'll get like a super discount get 30 percent off look at that i'm a i'm a distributor just oh. to get my own discount i don't talk about that but <laughs> yeah works out great. oh cool that's cool i i now have a meal service so I've, I've tried so many different meal services and um there were some where you know they send you the bag and then you cook the meals yeah. um and then there were a bunch that came and they were frozen and I didn't like that one so much. And now I think I found the perfect one. And it's interesting because I know this guy from childhood and didn't realize that this is what he's, he's an engineer and uh, played soccer with my dad and then left engineering to start this like, it's called One Life Meals or something. So it's all macros counted and it's individualized. So Chris and I both do the same thing. He gets like three meals a day. I only get two, but they calculate based on what your target goal is, what your like BMI and your body fat percentages, like what should be inside each meal. So like his and mine are different. He wants to gain. I want to lose, Yeah. like build more muscle and he wants to like gain fat and muscle. So yeah, I found that that was really cool. Mine's just expensive. Like 
I think I pay like 13 or 14 bucks a meal. Yeah, those meal prep companies are usually a little yeah. pricey. It, but you know what? At least it's a better value. I had a like mm-hmm. full-blown com- consultation with this guy and like 45 minutes on the phone talking about my habits and the meals have all been delicious where we've all tried some of those meal companies in the in the past and it's like you get one and you're like, this one's okay. And then you get one and you're like, why would they ever put rosemary inside mac and cheese? Like it just <laughs> yeah. seems like wrong. Yep. So I've that has been something that I found. And I think that, you know, I'm opening up my own practice now and I think that something like that would then help me make sure that I'm spending more time like actually eating as opposed to cooking. Right. It's a work life balance. Yeah. And it's so important to invest in your Wait, say overall that, say that again. It's a work it's a life what? balance. Irene, work, get more sleep. Work life balance. Oh, okay. That's a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, the lifestyle. So- <laughs> it is a lifestyle. And it's a commitment. I mean, it's a real commitment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I pretty much spend my Sundays cooking, like meal prepping for the week. And just that's what we're eating is out of containers for the week. A whole week in yeah. containers. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever get grossed out by the end of the week? You're like, oh, I'm just going to order a pizza. Definitely by the end of the week, we're like, oh, I don't want to eat any more ground turkey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The ground stuff can. But and, the ground but, stuff is, is but easier. But you Wednesdays are your long days, right? So uh, Thursdays. Thursdays. So you could technically do Sunday, Wednesday, and then Wednesday, Sunday. Yeah. If you wanted to cook more. Yeah. But you don't want to cook more. No. No. And can you freeze your stuff or do you not freeze your stuff? The food I cook for the week? Yeah. Nope. I usually just keep it in the fridge for just just five days. I make enough food for five days, you know, the work week. and then Do you weigh your food? Not anymore. You, I no. just eye it out now. Yeah. yeah. But you... You eye it out based on calories, or what do you eye it out? Or now it's just like you don't you don't mind so much, but I don't really mind too much anymore. I used to weigh it like you know based on calories, and right. I was really tracking everything. Now Did you I use MyFitnessPal. I use yeah. MyFitness. That's the best app. Yeah. Um, I use MyFitnessPal for a while, and I just kind of after a while like figured it out. Like I know what I need. I know when I want to eat. You know. That's the hardest part, I think, is figuring out your own body. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I figured mine out. You figured out, you do Orange Theory, don't you? I do. I love my Orange Theory. How do you, how is that? How is that? So I keep getting, I keep getting phone calls from them. There's one that's down the street from my house and they're like, we want to give you like one complimentary whatever to come in and do a session. What is, what is, what is the hype? Okay. The hype around Orange Theory is it's a five energy zone calorie burn. So essentially you want to be in the orange or red colors to keep your heart rate up in a point where you can burn fat for the next 24 or 36 hours, depending on how hard you've worked out. Is this scientifically proven? Yes. And they have, it's super competitive. So you have a heart rate monitor that you have on, and then there's a screen with all of the colors on it. So for me being competitive, oh no, I have to always have the most splat points. So your splat point is if you are in one minute of time that you're in like an energy uh, fat burn zone, then you get a point. Mm. So there's some days, I think the highest I've ever gotten is 45 spot points. So in our class, 45 minutes out of that, I've been in like a high intensity zone where I'm burning fat. Oh. So what's great about it is it's one hour. Yeah. Each time you go in, it's a different workout. So you don't get bored. And there are other people there or is it other just Other people you? there. I can't oh, work out okay. alone right. because then I'm just like, oh, no, no accountability. I'll just right. sit on the couch. It'll be right. great. Right. <laughs> so... How it works is it's three different stations. One's a rower, one's a treadmill, and then one's a weight floor. Have you done this before, Hadir? I've never done orange there, but it sounds like circuit training. Yeah, it's similar to like a CrossFit. It's all about, yeah, circuit training, high intensity. Sorry, say that again. There's rowing, there's treadmill. Yep. And you run on the treadmill or you walk on the treadmill? It depends what you want to do. You could walk on an incline or you could run. And then what's the last one? Bike. Um, the The floor. So it's weights. Oh, weights. Weights, abs. Yep. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. each class is an hour and it's led by probably a super fit dude or dudette. Yep. Great music. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So you mm-hmm. highly recommend. Highly recommend. Huh. Cool. Yep. Love it. Interesting. Love it. What do you recommend for someone just trying to get into it for the first time? Dental hygienist listen to this podcast at Speed saying, I should probably eat a little bit better and do a little more exercise. What would you say the the gateway drug to health because it does become like a drug right it, it changes Definitely the, the chemical composition of your brain important you know just eating properly is so key um you know trying to get yourself to go to the gym as well you know is important just get your body moving at least you don't want the only thing 
you did all day is being stagnant in a chair, you know, in the same position. You're not moving your body around. So even if you go to the gym just for 30 minutes to get your body moving, it's better than nothing. Hmm. Do you think that it's helped at all with your ergonomics and potentially the longevity in your career? I mean- absolutely. Absolutely. I see other people my age that I graduated with in pain. They're broken. Lower, lower back pain. Some, someone that may may or may not have a headset listening into this right now. I see. Okay. All right. So it, do you target certain body groups because you're a dental hygienist? No, pretty much how I work out is every day I'm working out a different body part. I work out every part. I don't exclude anything. I work but you out don't the do them all body. at the same time. So nope. you do like a specific, you'll do, you'll do, do the quote unquote leg day yes. one day. And my leg day is even more specific because I'll do just quads or just hamstrings in the day. Wow. So it's, it, oh, it becomes very specific. So you isolate certain muscle, <laughs> not only the group, but certain muscles. Yes, uh, I start isolating. So just if you the do, muscle. if you do, let's say you do quads one day, like will you not do hamstrings until the following week? Well, I try and work out legs like three or four times in the week. Oh, okay. so because I'm working it out so often, I try, you know, not doing leg every day. It's I, I always give myself at least a day. You must or be two. really good at anatomy in hygiene school. <laughs> I would think so. I was really crappy at anatomy and hygiene school. And I think it's because I didn't work out to knowing what I was doing. Like I played competitive tennis and our trainers would tell us what to do because they knew what we needed to do. But I don't think I ever really knew like the insertion point of the muscle. What did you do in undergrad? Um, Yeah. So in New Jersey, to become a dental hygienist, um, how our school worked out was you had to do your two years first, and then you apply to a dental hygiene program and then do your t- two years at a dental hygiene program. Yeah. So I did my two years at Brookdale, and then I did my two years so at What Rutgers. was the first two years? What did you take? Uh, in those classes? Like sciences? Yeah, I took sciences. Anatomy. Anatomy one, anatomy two, microbiology. So you already knew what you were doing before you even probably were really good at Were you good at anatomy? Not really. No. No. I feel like I wasn't really that good at anything. That's how I feel. <laughs> I feel like I was like a That's jack. Really I was I a feel. jack of all trades. I was good at chairside clinical because I could read body language and understand if I was on the right track answering the question. Oh. <laughs> yes. And then one time my professor had Botox, so she couldn't make any expressions. And I was so <laughs> upset. She was like, it was a, a question about like the third trigeminal nerve or the fifth trigeminal nerve. Yeah. Anyway, she, um, I was like answering the question and I was like, I don't, I, and I just like spun out. I had like answered the question correctly and then I had walked myself down this road oh, of not answering no. and then she pulled me in her office and was like what was wrong with you like with you I today had a mini stroke and oh, i was yeah. like i just couldn't read your body language and i didn't know if i was on the right track and she was like i was like you just look so mad at me today and she's like i just had botox and i was like oh okay <laughs> then it became a joke but, oh yeah my, i don't even feel like i knew much about other than like people were getting it but i don't think i could identify people with botox when i was in hygiene school i was so oblivious to the world I must well, have been the worst, <laughs> worst person to have in their class. No, that's not true. I, I'm convinced that that's I have a learning disability that can't keep me still. Well, I'm with you, so. <laughs> As you can tell. Oh, all right. Well, we're, we're, we're wrapping up pretty soon. I have a couple of funny questions for you. You ready to do some spitfire? Yes. Yes? Let's go. All right. So, so I'm going to ask you this or that. Okay. You have to pick one of the two. <laughs> Let's see. And you, you can't, you can, there's no justification. You just have to answer it. All right. Are you ready? All right. Movies or TV shows? TV shows. Reading books or listening to podcasts? Reading books. <sighs> Red or white wine? White. I mean, do you drink? I don't even know if you drink, but so little. Yeah, little. <laughs> barely ever. <laughs> I learned. I learned a fun fact yesterday when I went to the like when in Canada we have the LCBO, which is called the liquor store. So they have a little number at the bottom of the barcode that tells you how much sugar is per liter. Oh. I didn't oh. know this. Yes. So the wine that I really like has sixteen grams of sugar per liter, oh. and so I I now know this, and I have to find a new favorite wine. But I found a nice dry white that only has two grams of sugar per liter i brought it home and i tried it and i'm pretty sure it's mouthwash <laughs> Ew. all right pizza or burgers burgers Ooh. italian or chinese italian cats or dogs dogs spotify or google play google play iphone or android iphone all right do you have any questions for us no 
now. Cool. Well, Hadir, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you um, for having me. If people want to find you, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram, Fit Little Hygienist. <laughs> Fit Little Hygienist. Drop in her DMs. Now, the name of the podcast is called Tooth or Dare for a reason. Ooh. Do you know why? Oh, man. So, you must know why. So, you know why. And, and by association, Amber, oh. you're in this. So, you and I have to do a visually impaired version of Tooth or Dare. It's the hosts that have to compete. Whitney and I had to rock, paper, scissors, and the loser goes up against you. Then you get to choose do you dish out or do you accept? So, are you ready, girl? Yep. On your marks, set. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> I won, everybody. I did I did paper. Right. <laughs> I did rock. Would you like to accept or do you want to dish out? You should accept and do something. I need to. Accept. Yes. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Amber's like, I'm not going to argue. So yes. you used to dish something out for her. Okay, so I'm going to dare you to do something here. Um, How long do you think this corridor is? I dare you to... Walking lunge. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. I it. I yeah. It. I walking it. lunge from, we're going to make you go from that exit sign where the AED is, or maybe we should get you to do it towards the AED in case there's an emergency or closer to it. It's reviewed. You look pretty, nice fit. You look pretty fit. I don't, <laughs> I don't think we're going to need you. the AED. So you're going to walking lunge from that exit sign all the way to either when you fall to the ground or if you can get to that Gemini booth. You can get to the Gemini booth. You could do that. Are you, you serious? Lunge it? Yeah, walking lunge. That's it. nothing. She could probably do it with a fifty-pound weight. I, I should be getting do on do her it with back. Fifty-pound. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I need. Okay. So then I need you to find a small child. And I was hoist. trying to find that dog that you had. He's over there. He's on the other side. All right. Do you accept this? Accept. All right. So you're going to record it today, but it's going to air within seven days of this podcast being released, which will be in January. Um. So. And if that's that's all, that's that's it. That's all. Amber, if people want to reach out to you, can they reach out to you? Or are you out of oh, office? Yeah. No, I'm in office. <laughs> We're going to find office you today. If We're going to find today. you. Uh, Amber Auger, RDH at gmail.com. Also, Amber Auger, RDH at Instagram. I'm going to tag all that in the show Perfect. notes below. All right. Whitney's not here. So we miss you, Whitney. We miss you, Whitney. And we hope you're having a good day wherever you are right now. Hope you're getting that C shape with your floss like yeah. you always do. Probably recording a brushing Get video. Biofilm yeah. out of there. <laughs> all right. Okay, everyone. Have a nice day. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Peace out. Bye. <laughs> okay. Well, that was a trip down memory lane. There that was. What well, a trip down was a trip down. Trip down your memory lane. It, this that yeah. was new for me. Um, I remember when you showed up to the show and you were like, I was a hot mess of stress. I like, was, where do I go? Tell me what to do. What do I have to go? I'm like, you missed it, girl. You also, full disclosure, I was hungover AF. And that was entirely my fault. But I'd gone out the night before. Wait, is that why you were you missed your flight? No, I no, I didn't miss my AF? No, I didn't miss am my I hear, flight. Am I hearing the truth about this? Is no, the truth really no. coming out okay, right now? Here's the truth. I did not miss my flight. I got on the right flight. Okay. But here's here's what here's what happened in Katrina's world. I had gone out the night before. I had gone and gotten champagne with the gays and then I went to Louis mm. Vuitton and I bought myself my Louis Vuitton bag. Mm-hmm. And, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Then I went to bed. I woke up in the morning. My flight was at like 5 a.m. So I had to be at the airport at like 3. So like I didn't really wake up in the morning. I just woke up like two hours later. And I got in the shower. I get out of the shower and my dog Olive had eaten like the back end of my phone case. Okay. So I'm like, what is even happening? Like whatever. I get to the airport and I fly there and I get to New York. It was like a five, six hour drive. So you were almost about to say Chicago, weren't you? I was about to say Chicago and then I stopped myself. (laughs) I went somewhere cold, but I get there and then I get my bag and then I get in the the cab line and the cab line, they're like, if you're at this point, it'll take you 45 minutes to get a cab. If right. you're at this point, it's 30, right? So when I told you when my plane landed, I was like, whatever time it was, I was like, oh, Irene, my plane lands at three. You booked the recording at like four. Right. Which I maybe in like normal terms would have been fine, but like right. my plane landed and then I had to wait 45 minutes for a cab and then I get in the cab and it's like a 40 minute drive from right. whatever airport I was but at. I, I confirmed it with you. I was like, okay, I'll book it for four. You're like, okay. And then you yeah, got I said, there and okay. you like, yeah, then, this is New York time, not I don't, I don't Irene know. Toronto you time. To, you, I'm sorry. Raise your hand if you're the organized one of the podcast. You better be raising your hand. I don't know I'm what's raised going my on. Hand, I'm, I'm okay. half raising my hand because yeah. no, these I days I've, actually, I've, I've not been so organized. But I don't know hey, what's it going is what on. It is.
But so I really way. liked this episode. <clears throat> and since this episode, I started doing Orange Theory because Amber was talking about Orange Theory and I wanted to do Orange Theory. So I started Orange Theory and I was so good at it. And then COVID happened. Yeah. So the COVID-15 is a real life thing for me. That sucks. I feel like I've gained 15 pounds. I'm sorry. Yeah. And this morning I was texting my husband, like, can you book the gym for me? And I swear, the gym in our building, you have to book, like, at 6 a.m. Otherwise, you don't get a spot. What time would you normally work out, Irene? I don't know. Evening? I'm an evening person. I can't can't do mornings. I can't do evening workouts. It's really hard for me. Why? I just prefer to, like, wake up and just sweat it out and then just start my day and be fantastic. Really? Like, I don't want to, like, live my whole day and be like, and then go work out when I'm, like, tired and, like, icky. You know what I mean? No. I don't know what you You mean. You don't know what you mean. Okay. No. I just... We're opposites. That's why we're... That's why we love each other so much. (laughs) That's why we do so well. Uh, (laughs) All right, peeps. Well, hope you enjoyed another brilliant episode of the Two Third Year Podcast. I really would like to ask you all to give us a little rate and a review and a follow on Instagram. You can follow our podcast at twothirdyear.podcast. You can follow me, Irene, at toothlife.irene. You can follow Katrina at the Dental Wine Genist. So follow along and give us a little review, like a little five-star review would be nice. That'd be good. We'd like that. That'd be really nice. Yeah, that'd be good. And if you're looking for some more CE, if you're still home for a load, then check the link in the description or just go to densewisterona.com, the academy, click on RDH because you can view uh, courses based on whatever your role is in Mm -hmm. the office and then uh, tap on Timothy Donnelly, maintaining dental implants. It's what you don't see that's important. That was a good accent. I liked that. I don't know why I did that. He's not English. He's not English, um, but you sounded very official, like you were introducing him, like he was about to walk out onto the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for attending Maintaining Dental Implants. It's what you don't see that's important with Timothy Donnelly. Is that like British that? or is that like on its way to Australian? I'm not quite sure. It's it's 50% of a iced hard tea is what it is. <laughs> that's, that's basically what it is. <laughs> that's all, folks. All right, everyone. Have a good day. Have a good week. We love you. Yeah. Stay safe. Peace Be out, safe. peeps. Cheers. The flippity flip. Flippity floppity foop. The flippity cool. f- flippity floppity oh, flu. is so itchy. Why is my nose? Someone's talking about me. Is that what they say when your nose is itchy? Someone's talking about you? I thought it was your ears are burning. <clears throat> oh, I don't know. My ears are also burning. Look how red my nose is. So I, look I like think Rudolph if right your now. nose is itching, it means you're pregnant. No. I, I made that up. <laughs> as, I, as I drink my American vintage steeped tea, hard tea beverage. What is that? What's a hard, hard tea? Oh, is that a hard tea? What is that? It's a hard tea. It's what like iced mean? tea, lemonade with 5% alcohol in a very small can. That's good. It's lemon flavored. Mm-hmm. I just All thought right, you had big hands, but okay, that, that makes sense that the can is small. I also have big hands. I don't think that you do. That also is, is a thing. No. You're from New York. Now I'm from New Jersey, Jersey. but uh, we were looking for a very modern hall and we Not just, about your wedding. We'll get to your wedding. Oh. About you, you, you live. Oh, we're talking about the wedding now. No, we'll get <laughs> see why you would think that. Um, Chicago midwinter. Have you been here before? Well, we're in New York, not Chicago. Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh, Let's Michelle Strange is walking by, taking a photo. She didn't realize that I just put my foot in my mouth. Um, you don't remember this from no, before? I don't remember. I remember that I. Dared Whitney to brush her teeth. Yeah, so Whitney and I did rock in the paper. middle of. Oh, so we had to rock in, paper scissors. The, yeah, so Whitney and I Who rock paper I scissors. Dad, Whitney's not here. Yeah, <laughs> Whitney and I rock. Sorry, I'm not as great as Whitney. <laughs> you were great. I too, do love her. Though. <laughs> to do oh, oh, for her dear. I, I think it should be fitness related for sure. We should make her do like. Yeah. I don't want to tell you, but I think we should make you do like stairs, like slow mo rocky stairs. Run up the stairs. Yeah. Da da da. Is that the, the song? Da 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 da. da. Okay. I don't know. If that's this the is song. your. This is your day. I don't think that's it the song. is. Isn't that the, the song? I think I just sang two da, da, different da, songs, da, and neither of them were the right song. You got there it. Go. <laughs> okay, so what's the official dare? Actually, maybe we should do like totally different. This is you, girl. You won this. I think. Okay. Oh wait, I won this. Yeah. What, what are you doing? doing? <laughs> go ahead. 
you went. I know. I was start over. confused. I was too. I was like, I'm, I'm just confused. I rocked. You papered. You're asking me. I just need a little bit more caffeine. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't have enough coffee or food. I mean, I haven't eaten anything all day. I just had a double oh, shot espresso. There you go. I swear, every time I see you with those glasses, I swear they look like safety glasses. They kind of are. Like, if somebody is like, I mean, but safety for the office, like a pen, if it hit me in the face, could not penetrate my eye socket. So The ratio of glasses to eyes is like one to five. I know. Well, that's because I have a freakishly small face. I don't know if you've noticed that before. I'm very sensitive about it. But like, I have like a, I have like a tiny human face. Like, I could wear child's sunglasses and look like a normal oh. person. Didn't know, I didn't know that. I know. I hate it. Really? Hate it. But you're yeah. beautiful. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for saying that. I think you're beautiful just the way God made you. Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, having, like, adult acne these days. We're all having acne. <laughs> I had. I have a zit on my neck that, like, won't go away. It looks like a vampire took one fang and inserted it into my jugular. It was like it was almost a full bite, but then you like but resisted not quite. in it. Yeah, like and the, the sun yeah, came it out. Was, basically, it was like Twilight happened to me, except there's no like hot vampire in my bed right now. Um, oh it's just me gosh. with one zit in my neck. And you kill me. I'm sensitive you about it because I feel like am I supposed me. to put makeup on this? And then like, I don't know.